0: Welcome to Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive, featuring conversations with performing artists and industry influencers on what it takes to succeed in the arts. I am your host, Diane Foy, and I believe that you really can make a living from your creative talents. As a publicist, podcaster, and coach, my mission is to educate, motivate, and empower you to thrive with authenticity, creativity, and purpose. Hello and welcome to episode 60 of Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive. Are you a performer or creative who just wants to feel your best on the daily? Me too. As actors, musicians, creatives, we want to make an impact on the world around us. That means bringing the best of ourselves to everything that we do. And we often miss the fundamental link between performing our best and feeling our best. It is just a hard fact of the entertainment industry that our energy, our confidence, and the way we look, whatever amazing way that is, are huge parts of booking any job. And how you are taking care of your instrument is the biggest contributing factor in your appearance, your energy, and your mood. Your instrument is the only thing you truly have control over in this business. Today's guest is my friend Monica Plant. She is an actor most known for her guest-starring season-long arc on ABC's Nashville. I love that show. And recurring guest-starring roles on shows like Drop Dead Diva, Banshee, and Southland. She's also a certified health and confidence coach. For actors and creatives, and she truly believes that our health and wellness directly affects everything else that we do in life, especially as creative beings. We had a wonderful conversation about her acting career, how experiences in the industry led her to take control of her health, and how she helped creatives feel good in their bodies, no matter what size they are. Be sure to click the links in the show notes to grab the amazing free gifts that she has for you, including the Feel Good in Your Body book. And I highly recommend that you take her up on her offer of a free coaching session for our listeners. Welcome to the show. I know. I was so excited when you asked me.
1: So thank you again. This is exciting.
0: Yeah. So in your acting career, uh, what have been some of the highlights?
1: Oh my gosh! Well, let's see. I feel like I've been at it for a hundred years. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, I started as a kid, like doing theater, but um, I didn't move to LA until about fifteen years ago, fourteen years ago or so. So that was really when things got jump started. And I would have to say, you know, some of the highlights when I started. Gosh. I, there were so many, it seems like. Well, <laughs> things really started shifting, you know, a little later when I started creating my own work, you know. But I think the thing that people most know me for is I had a really fun, you know, edgy, uh, top of show recurring guest star on Nashville when it was on ABC in season three. And uh, that was definitely a highlight because, it started originally as just, it was supposed to just be one or two episodes and then they wrote me in for the entire season and it was a really juicy role. And um, yeah, just, you know, made me feel really proud of obviously the work I was doing and how I conducted myself on set and they, you know, liked me enough and they just kept me kept me going, which was pretty cool. <laughs> I love that show. That show was so good. Yeah, it was fun and it was such a great cast. Everyone was yeah. really, really fantastic. Yeah.
0: Uh, You mentioned that uh, you moved to LA. Where were you from? I'm from Northern California, from San Francisco Bay
1: Area. And so I kind of, I started acting as a kid, really, uh, you know, musical theater and things like that. And then I left it for many years, um, but then got back into it, obviously. And I was living in San Francisco at that time and, you know, just started doing theater and got my first agent and, work you know was studying with the American Conservatory Theater and things like yeah just got got into it later I had a big I had a big um, what am I trying to say a big break in the middle there you know because I think I don't know I, I got into other things I got into action sports really I was working in snowboarding and uh, oh. doing that a lot so I had you know gotten out of theater and gotten into ballet and I was doing more athletic you know, athletic stuff too, and ice skating and things like that. And then got into snowboarding and started working in action sports. And what were you doing in action sports? What was your job? You know, I, yeah, I, I worked for this amazing, I worked for such an amazing company. It's, it's a bummer. They, they ended up going out of business, but this was, like I said, a hundred years ago, it feels like um, I worked for a company called twist snowboard clothing and sunglasses, and they made streetwear and outerwear and snowboard gear. Um, and they, I mean, they were so cool, really cutting edge stuff. And for a time there, we were like right underneath Burton, you know, really just the sales were amazing. And then uh, they lost their financing, and so that that was that. And when that ended, I um, I up and moved to Europe. Oh yeah, where <laughs> I just I lived in uh, I lived in Spain. I lived in Madrid. Wow. Yeah. And I was only supposed to stay there for like six months. I ended up staying for a year and a half, almost two years, actually. And um, when I got back, I, I then started working for the X Games in San Francisco and uh, did that for a while. And then eventually they moved. Uh, I think they were moving to Philly at the time. And I'm, I got us to say, I'm, I'm pretty much a Californian girl. So
0: <laughs> no East Coast for you. <laughs>
1: Exactly. So not Philly anyway, not that I wouldn't. I mean, there's a lot of great things in Philly. Um, But at the time I just thought, you know, I want to do something different. And I just felt, I felt the arts just calling me. And one of my friends just, she kind of sat me down and she says, you know, girl, you always talk about acting. You've been talking about it, you know, forever. Why don't you just do it again? Like get back into it. And so that's what I did. And I was in San Francisco at the time. So I enrolled, like I said, in the American Conservatory Theater and did that. And then I studied with some other really great people in San Francisco and got agents and, you know, started doing that thing. And it was mostly commercials. I did commercials and a lot of, a lot of independent films and things like that. And eventually I thought, well, damn, if I want to really do this, I got to I got to move. So that's what I right. did. <laughs> and
0: you mentioned uh ballet. Is that what you did from a young age? Yeah, I was a ballerina and a competitive ice
1: wow. skater. And then I you know, then I became a snowboarder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that all went, by <laughs> the way.
0: <laughs> from graceful to kick ass.
1: So yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, I've been snowboarding since I was a pup. Um and you know, I, I I'm definitely just an outdoors person. I love everything outdoors. I I surf a little bit. I'm not not an amazing surfer, but I do it when I can.
0: And uh, you know, hike, yoga, really right. anything. And so, yeah. what was your big break? Do you think in acting when you got into it? You
1: know, I think the thing, I think the thing
0: that shifted things.
1: Uh, It really started happening when I developed, produced, and starred in my own short film. And it was called Pillow Talk. And it was an action sort of romance drama. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I'd been doing a lot of comedy up till then. And I love comedy. It's sort of my forte. And I really just wanted to change things up. And I wanted to be seen as a leading lady, an ass-kicking leading lady. (laughs) And um, you know, like I said, I'd been an athlete. I'd done all these things, and I really wanted to do stunts. And um, so that's what I did. I put it together. I had been uh, part of a production company for a time there, and at that point, I had gotten out of it. But I went to my old producing partner and asked him to work on it with me, and that's what we did. And it's ten—it's ten-minute short film. So much fun. And uh, we went on to win, I think, 14 awards, including, I think I got four Best Actress Awards. We got Best Action Short and Breakout Action Star for uh-huh. me. <laughs> Your dream. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, you know, I just think after that, things really just picked up. It, I don't even know if it was that so many people saw it. I do think it's more of like the energetic shift you know, of that doing your own work and putting into something that you're passionate about. And weirdly enough, I mean, after that, I did start booking more of that sexy leading lady type stuff. And it was within a few years, I went on to book uh, Femme Fatales. I booked Banshee. I booked Drop Dead Diva. And then I booked Nashville. And Nashville was really the thing that that shifted things. That was probably the biggest, that was definitely the biggest thing yeah. I'd done.
0: Yeah. That's the thing uh, more and more um, actors are taking it upon themselves to create their own work. Um, I think that's fantastic that you did that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I actually produced a feature film too. I produced a couple of shorts. Um, that was the one that I just had the most passion about the thing I want to say to that though. And I was, I was listening to a friend of mine speak the other day and here's you know, So many people say that, like, you have to produce your own work, you have to produce your own work. And yes, there is something really amazing about doing that. But if that doesn't light you up, yeah, don't do it. (laughs) You know, because I think there's so many things put on actors like you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to have this, you got to do that, you got to, you got to write, you got to create, you got to produce, you got to shoot your own stuff, you got to do, you know, and it becomes like, we become busy, like we use busy as a badge of honor a bit. and. You know, I just think it's, I was really passionate about that project that was back in, I think 2011, geez, that was 10 years ago, you know, so I haven't, and I haven't produced anything really since then. So, and, you know, again, it was because it was just something I was so passionate about and, um, and it did do what I wanted it to do, which was shift how I was seen in my career. So that's just my little nugget of wisdom with that. Like, do create your own work if
0: you're really into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> um, or partner with people who are passionate about yeah. the different aspects of a project. Absolutely.
1: Same, same idea. Get, you know, find a way to be passionate about it. If, that, if it's something that you feel that you want to do because it will help your career um, you know, I definitely, I definitely partnered with people, you know, for sure for that. I did not did not do that
0: on all yeah. on my own. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like people like uh, Nicole Kidman and, and Reese Witherspoon, all these um, actresses that say they're, the roles kind of dried up for them because they're a little bit yeah. older now and they just decided, well, okay, we're going to create our own stuff. And look at the amazing shows those two are doing. Oh my god, well, thank God for them.
1: You know, I it's because you know, look, I'm I'm not a spring chicken myself anymore and you know, it, it luckily because of them, I think the image of women in their 40s and beyond has really started to yeah. shift thankfully. Yeah. Because yeah. man, was I getting tired of like you're done, you're washed up at 30 you know, because it's just not true. And, and let me tell you something, like as you get older, like my interest, I'm so much more interesting. I have so much more wisdom. I, I have so much more life experience to bring to what I'm doing. And I'm such a better actor for it, you know, and I'm so much more interesting to watch. And I think that that's, that's what they were yeah. missing you know, by not having roles. I mean, I think women in their forties and beyond are so much more interesting to write for because of all that life experience. And so I'm just very grateful for those ladies for um, opening it up, yeah. you know, and showing yeah. people that, yeah, you know, we're still interesting. We're still sexy.
0: We're still viable, <laughs> you know, all of yeah. those There's things. There's so many um, like celebrities that are older that you could just go, well, yeah, I'm 50. So is Jlo J-Lo. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I got to work out more. Um, but you know, but still, <laughs> <laughs> but I always say that. I was like, yeah, this is like,
1: this is what it looks like. And it's not, you know, like I said, it's not not interesting. It's not not sexy and not not sexual and all of those things. Like I was like, yeah, this is what it looks like. Get used to it. It's not old and yeah. decrepit, you know? <laughs> so yes, it's I'm th- very thankful that that they've done that because they're just shifting the yeah. paradigm which need
0: which really needed to be shifted. And uh, what are some of the struggles or lessons learned along the way throughout your acting career? You know, kind of what I said, you know,
1: find the things in it. You know, we always say like, Oh, I just love acting, you know, but what are the parts of it that really light you up, you know, and do more of that. And I also think that, um, you know, you got to have a life, you know, looking back, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go anywhere. You know, I wouldn't take trips or, you know, things like that because I was so scared I was going to miss something, you know? And of course it's always the way book a vacation. You're going to book a job or get a big audition, (laughs) right? (laughs) And, you know, eventually that happened and I missed out. I, you know, I remember I was going to Hawaii with my family. It was like the first trip I'd taken with my family in years. And of course I got a call back for a big show and, you know, I was sitting in the airport when I got the call and I just was like, I, I, you know, this is long before self-taping and uh, I had to say no. And, you know, you just have to trust there's always more. And I think that was the biggest lesson was to live your life because the more you find joy and, you know, everything, the passion just in living life, that's what you're going to bring to your acting career. And when you're like filled up like that, you're, it's just so, you're so much more interesting and yes, you might miss some things when you're taking a trip, but you know, there always be more and you got to trust you know. And the other thing I really learned was um taking care of yourself, your health and wellness is has to be non-negotiable as an artist. And that was that was a huge lesson for me.
0: Yeah. And is it experiences in your career that made you start getting um, into health and confidence <laughs> coaching? Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, because like I was saying, a lot of actors, we just have to do everything,
1: right? We're running ourselves ragged. You know, I just was so worn out all the time. And, you know, I finally, I booked a, I booked a pretty big guest star role that took me to Atlanta. And I was also shooting a film in Los Angeles at the same time. And I had to fly back and forth. I think within four weeks, I flew back and forth four times. And I got so sick. And here I was on set of a huge show. All my scenes were opposite the series lead. And I was so I was so sick. Luckily, no one could tell. The makeup artist did such a yeah. good job. Um, but I couldn't hear myself, Diane. I couldn't hear what I was saying. I sounded like I was underwater oh, wow. to myself. And I just was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I still had to fly and I, I don't know how I did it. And I mean, I was so on the verge, I thought that I could, I could really blow all of this up right now. Like I could lose both of these jobs, yeah. you know, because I wasn't taking care of myself and it was, it was a big lesson. So after that, I, I actually started working with my own health coach uh, to just sort of get myself back on track and back to a place where I understood what my body needed and and all of the things that go with it. And then when I booked in Nashville, I mean, I was flying back and forth to Nashville for a year and I thought there is no way in hell I'm doing what I did last time. And so while I was on Nashville, I actually got my certification, my health coaching certification and life coaching
0: certification um, while I was okay, on the show. cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's important because you, you can't achieve your goals when you're run ragged and tired all the time and always getting sick.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, and as, as creatives, you know, whether you're a musician and artist and actor, you know, I think it's more so for people who are on screens. You know, it shows. And I'm not just talking about the tiredness and stuff, but if you're feeling, you know, under the weather in general, if you're suffering from brain fog or, you know, digestion issues or you're exhausted, like that is all showing up, whether you think so or not, like it's showing up on screen, it's showing up on camera. And, you know, it is truly my belief that Your health and wellness directly affects everything else that you do. Like I said, especially as a creator creative you know if you want to have deeper stronger more meaningful relationships focus on your health if you want to feel more grounded and connected to your body your life your career focus on your health and wellness you know if you want to have more self-mastery more discipline in what you're doing focus on your health and wellness if you want to book bigger and better roles focus on your health right yeah
0: and I think um, a lot of performers and artists are like me and you sometimes like I i know I was just f- so focused on the business and achieving my goals that mm-hmm. I put health as the last priority and, and money issues. I'm working with Katie, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am too. Yeah. I am too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the health and money issues kind of came up late in the year last year. Like those are two things that I always Put as last priority. I don't want to think about it. Um, the money issues definitely, I don't want to think about it. And, you know, with the health, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, like when I get to where I'm going, then I'll have more time, money, whatever. Um, but when you kind of realize that those are the things that are blocking you from oh, achieving 100%. or may in the future, like with health, if you don't take care of yourself then you're not going to be healthy enough to enjoy all, everything that you've been working for. So it, that's what yeah. kind of clicked it for me. And I was like, okay, health oh, and wellness it, and fitness it, it, well, is my <laughs> pri- is my priority and I'll actually make it a priority. But that's what it took. It was like, so oh, so if happy that's going to prevent me from getting to where I want to go, okay, priority hundred, Yeah, it 100% will, you know, because I just
1: find that so many actors, performers, creatives like yourself, they miss the fundamental link between feeling your best, you know, like I said, free of those symptoms that we often sort of ignore, the little things that drag us down, brain fog, low energy, bad skin, digestive issues, lack of sleep. You know, we miss the link between feeling our best and giving our best performance when our time comes. You know, if you're functioning at 60%, even if like you say, even if you don't know it, your performance won't be 100%. And that goes for any, whether you're an artist, an actor, creative, like whatever it is, whatever you are putting out will not be 100%, you know? And the stamina that it takes to be an artist. Um, And I'm not just talking about the stamina in the pursuit of, you know, getting there, but also like when you do book a job, oh my God. Like I said, like you could be traveling back and forth for a year, you can, you know, you're on set, you could have night shoots for a week. You know, you're dealing with craft services that may not be very healthy. You know, it can just throw everything off. And if you are not taking care of yourself, you're just not going to be doing your best work, period.
0: Yeah. And like, whether you're on set for insane hours or you're on stage, you know, definitely when when you actually are on, whether it's camera or stage, like you have to give it your all. And if you're just kind of okay. like lugging through it, you're not going to get through it. Exactly. Or
1: you will, but then you're going to end up getting sick yeah. or you know, just, again, you're not going to be grounded and present and really being able to marvel in the majesty of doing something that you love. Right. You know, like I really, like when I talk to, and here's the other thing, this is what I wanted to say is when I talk to my clients and, you know, especially actors, um, you know, I really want people to look at health and wellness as a lesson in expansion rather than one of shrinking, right? Which is sort of what we're sold. Like, you have to be small, smaller, smaller, smaller to book work, which is just not true, right? And your health and wellness, what it really comes down to is mindset, most of it, right? Because it, we are so sold this idea that it is so hard. Right. It is so complicated to, to get healthy and it's, and it's really not, but it does take doing a deep dive, you know, it's, there's no quick fixes, fixes. You know, everyone wants a magic pill, right? This is what the diet industry sells us. You know, the plastic surgery industry, the diet industry, the, you know, all of those industries, even our food industry in this country, you know, it's so backwards. It it sells us on this idea, like, take this pill, do this diet, do this other thing, and you're going to magically be skinny and, or, you know, healthy, which of course is never the case. And skinny does not equate to healthy, so I always put that out there. It's it's not about being smaller. And in fact, I want my clients, I want you to let's look at how much space you can actually take up. Right? Like I want you to feel so confident in your body and what you're doing that you're going to walk into the room and you're going to own it and you're going to take up that space.
0: Yeah, getting on like the diet and fitness roller coaster it just makes you more defeated in the end. And that's why I kind of also didn't make it a priority for a while because it's like, I just don't have it in me to do all the rules again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and <there> <laughs> To go through all that really, okay, no, you can't eat that, you can't eat that, you gotta eat this and in small quantities and I, I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's really an unlearning. I mean, that's really
1: what I go through with clients is like unlearning all of that and getting you more connected To your body. So you're understanding what the foods you're currently eating are doing and how they're really making you feel. And then, you know, it's baby steps, right? It's small steps. It's like changing small things, making these things habits. And, you know, when you start feeling better, you're going to want more of that. So it becomes easier to add on the next thing and then the next thing. And, you know, here it is. Like, it's just a hard fact of our industry that the way we look, Whatever amazing way that is, you know, our energy and our confidence are huge parts of booking any job, you know. And the major contributor, the dependent factor, the backbone of our appearance, our energy, our mood is how we are taking care of this amazing instrument that we have. You know, what we put into our body affects every cell of our instrument. So, yeah, I always say acting and even... You know, for music and stuff too, it's it's all when preparation meets opportunity. You know, are you prepared when the time comes? I mean, we as actors, you know, spend so much time, money, time on classes, photos, reels, trying to get great reps, rehearsing, networking, filming that we just forget that the most important parts of preparation is making sure that we are truly taking care of our instrument
0: and that we are ready. When our time comes, when our opportunity arrives, Yeah, you can't say, Oh, I got this great opportunity. Okay. Can you give me a month or two to work out and go on a diet and get healthy?
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Or what so many people I, well, and I used to do this too. I would book a job and then I would go on some crazy crash diet or some crazy intense cleanse, you know, and that depletes you too. Like you said, like that cycle, A, it's just not healthy for our bodies, but it's really bad for our mental fortitude. It's just not good for our mindset. So it's really about like, like I said, it requires a deep dive. Let's unlearn all that, that stuff that we've been sold, you know, over the years about what healthy is and what healthy looks like, because it's all individual. Every body is different right and what works for you Diane might is not work for someone yeah. else and so it's it's really individual and it's about you getting it's about you
0: getting grounded down and more tuned into your own body yeah.
1: and it takes a lot and there's of time. a lot of
0: like mm-hmm. I know I usually do this too there's a lot of all or nothing thinking i was oh definitely God, yeah. all or nothing <laughs> and i i'm proud of myself this week the first week of january because normally my first week of January, I plan on, you know, basically changing my entire life in a week. (laughs) All of a sudden I'm (laughs) going to eat healthy. I'm going to work out this many days a week for hour. And then (laughs) my schedule is going to be perfect and my work, everything's going to be wonderful. And then I get disappointed when I can't do it. So this year I, you know, was preparing my mindset for, in this throw throughout December that okay I'm how I'm going to change but it, you know I went into this week going I'm just going to ease into it ease into it yeah I've you know I'll do a little 15 minute exercise <laughs> you know and each day just yeah. doing a little bit I'll work up to more cuz you know I yes. if I haven't done anything in a long time that little bit is a huge thing and Exactly. And before I would go into it going, yes, I can do this hour long workout that I used to do fine and then <laughs> struggle through that and go, why can't I do this the way I used to, you know, so yeah, it's exactly. just being gentle, I guess, it's- and kind to yourself. Exactly. That's such a huge part of it. We
1: are so hard on ourselves. I mean, oh my God, girl, if we talk to other people the way that we talk to ourselves and we We would have no one in our life, (laughs) you know? I mean, our self-talk is, is awful and you know, you are so doing it right. And that's why I don't believe in new year's resolutions because they don't work. They never stick. And it's really about doing one thing first. Like let's, let's, what's the one thing that's going to work for you. Okay. And if that's 15 minutes doing some, some movement, great. Do that. Start there, get to where that starts to feel natural And a habit. And then you're kind of into it because you're feeling better. Okay. Now I'm going to look at some foods, you know, let's look at some foods. Let's see what I'm eating, you know, but it's, again, it's like, you just have to take it step by step. And let me tell you the all or nothing mentality always leaves you with nothing. (laughs) You know, because it just, you can't do it. We, we can't do it as humans. And so that's why my coaching is really, and that's why I, I call it confidence coaching because there's, it's so much about mindset and it's so much about how you view yourself and your own body image and how you view food. Too, what is your relationship to food? What is your relationship with your body? What is your relationship to self-care? All of those things make a big difference in how you are going to maintain and how you are going to, you know, shift things. And so that's why I said it's, it's baby steps you got to take it slow. And then you get out of that all or nothing mindset. And that's when you start to learn to be more intuitive about what works for you, right? The more calm and peace and quiet that you invite into your life, right? The more calm and peace and quiet you will have too. And it's in those moments that you really will connect to your body. You just understand what's going on with it. You'll understand what needs to shift. And that's also when you can kind of connect if you believe in this sort of woo-woo stuff, which I do, obviously. <laughs> you know, that's when you can connect to your intuition and and all of those things too. And so being healthy, staying healthy, isn't a goal. It's just where you're at at that point.
0: Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. Um oddly like some of the things that we're talking about i'm like it's making me think about how i coach on different subjects but it's like it's instagram if you've never really done instagram all of a sudden it's like well you got to do the feed every day you got to do like five stories a day you got to do on reels you got to be on instagram tv you got to do this and then you just go oh that's way too much i don't know how to do all that so i'll do nothing and it's like no no start with the feed post a couple yeah. times on the Just do one thing when that's a habit, yeah. you go on to the next thing to learn and then tackle. So it's funny how I started thinking about that as, as we were talking about health and wellness. Um, so another thing came up of how do you approach people that come to you that are so, they want the quick fix. They're so stuck in, they want like this overnight thing How do you kind of get it across to them that the the long game is is the more valuable?
1: Yeah. Well, the long game is the long game is the only thing that sticks. You know, I have a client right now who, you know, when she was younger too, she used to, you know, do, do slim fast. Do you remember Slim Fast? The Slim oh, Fast yeah. shakes. I, I don't even know if they still around anymore. But she's like, I could do Slim Fast for two weeks and I would lose twenty pounds. And you know, now she's in her forties and has had two children. And you know, she's an actor. And you know, she's. I'm like, you know, it doesn't work like that anymore, especially at this age. But you know, it just takes a lot of talking. And you know, I always do a, a free thirty minute. I call it a vision and vibe session because it's like, I want to know what your vision is. And we got to find out if we vibe, (laughs) you know, because if you're looking for the quick fix and that's all you're going to do, then I may not be the right coach for you. But by the way, there's no coach that's going to give you that because it, it won't stick. And so I have to, you know, I always give people realistic Goals, (laughs) um goals <laughs> you know and once you know once they have a few sessions they get it because you know i have them like i said do a lot of inner work and when that starts happening they they hear things differently like i have another client who i i just said something else to her this past session and she's like oh my god i finally get it she goes i know you've probably said this to me three or four times but she's like i'm finally hearing it and i'm like yeah Right. (laughs) You know, but that's what it takes. Right. And if that's true for anything, like we're not, we don't hear it. We won't hear it until we're ready to hear it. You know, and so it takes sort of stripping away the layers, you know, stripping away, stripping away all that noise between our ears, you know, about body image, how we should look, what I should be doing, how this is that. I need it quick. I need it that, you know, getting rid of all that noise and getting back to basics is one of the biggest things that will help anyone, you know, get things into the groove, you know, you get into the groove, like we said, you start small, start small. So it's really just to talk, you know, it's just to talk because, you know, if that's what they're wanting, they're just going to stay on the roller coaster. Yeah. You know, which my goal is to help people understand that being healthy is not hard. (laughs) Uh, It's it's not complicated. But there's a lot of our old stories and habits that we have to uncover and sort of reframe before things stick. Um, And that's true for anything. Really. And I'm sure it's even true, like with the with the work you do with your clients, you know, getting people out of, you know, stories that they're telling themselves about things and you know, that all or nothing mindset or whatever. And it's it's just yeah,
0: yeah it's it's
1: it's an unlearning and then a relearning.
0: That's yeah. <laughs> partly why I asked. I get <laughs> everyone comes to me, they want the quick fix. And it's like I try to kind of say, like they want to get to the marketing part. I got a role in a in a tv show i got a role in a film i got a new single coming out i need like all the marketing stuff now and whereas i want to start with them building a foundation really getting to know what you want and your goals and your core values and all that you know foundation personal stuff and they're like i just want to get to the it's like yeah but when, it'll be easier later if you do the foundation stuff. <laughs> You know um so yeah. I try to kind of say that you know you weren't an amazing musician or actor overnight so you're not going to learn all this yeah. overnight. overnight and yeah, yeah it's the quick fix is don't really sustain
1: well that's what we've been sold right that's that's what we've been sold in our society that's that's what how we're marketed to like do this do that it'll be fast and Really, it's it's the same thing. You got to set the groundwork. And that's something that I do say to all my clients too, like, especially if they're wanting to lose weight, you know, if that's their primary goal, it's like, well, you didn't gain it overnight. Yeah, <laughs> You didn't get to where you are in wherever your health journey is. You didn't get there overnight. If people are coming to me and they're in their thirties or forties, well, it's taking you 30 or 40 years yeah. to get here. So, you know, let's, let's give, let's give it its due (laughs) and give it some time, but, you know, things can, your body can shift fairly quickly, you know, depending on how you're treating it. I mean, that's really the truth, you know, because when we're wadded up with stress or, you know all sorts of stories, or we're, you know, working out, killing ourselves, like, or, but your body thinks it's in survival mode. So it's going to do the opposite of what you're trying to do, which is lose weight. It's going to hold on to everything you have, you know? So it's really, like I said, being, you actually said it, being gentle with yourself, being gentle with yourself and understanding what really works.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of times, you know, pain is, um, you know, really connected to your health or your emotions and things like that so sometimes um people can think oh well you're in pain because you never exercise you never work out but really it could be just a lot of emotional stuff you're holding on to
1: oh yeah yeah for women i find this it's especially true like you know just everything from our childhood to even, and, you know, a lot of people don't realize that our health can be affected even by like our ancestry, you know? And like I had I had another client who, you know, she would always sort of panic about not having food or something, you know? And so she'd then like eat really fast and, you know, eat whatever was there and would never sort of prepare herself. Like somehow she was going to run yeah. out of food or something. And it was so strange. And, and I finally, you know, asked, I was like, well, what, like, talk to me about, you know, talk to me about your, you know, your background, like tell me about your parents, tell me about your mom, tell me. And it turns out that her grandmother was a Holocaust survivor right. and was starving and had, you know, would like, could only eat food when it was available, you know, and had this sort of mentality and that carried, believe it- or not, like that stuff is sort of stored in us too. Like it can be stored in us on a cellular level, that sort of feeling, you know, that reaction. And so that's, what's important about sort of, like I said, digging deep and understanding because all of a sudden she was like, oh my gosh, like that's, it, it, it all made sense. And so it was like, you have to then tell yourself like, I'm safe. I have plenty of yeah. food, <laughs> you know, I have, and you know, but it's like, she could never understand why, where it would come from. Like she would panic. And, and I thought, oh, how interesting, but it's like, these revelations can come up in coaching, you know, and these are things that, you know, we don't know what we don't know. Right. So this is why it's important to get help, to get accountability, to get someone who can be, be there for you and create that safe space for you to figure this stuff out you know, figure out where those blocks are, you know, what's holding me back? What are those old beliefs and stories that I need to let go of? It always comes down to that, doesn't it? (laughs) Always. Everything, Diane, everything. It's always our childhood issues. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, that is what we're here to, that's what we're here to do, right? In our lifetime, it's, you know, we're here to figure that stuff out. And, uh, you know, that's why, that's why I just, that's, that is my why, right? Like that is why I love coaching, you know, especially coaching actors on health and wellness. Now, granted, I have a lot of other clients who aren't actors per se, but maybe in creative, you know, creative professionals and things like that, you know, but, you know, I love, I love these epiphanies. I love this journey. I I love being a part of it. And I love, watching my clients just blossom and become so in tune with themselves and it just radiates it really does
0: and it's just it's man it just lights me up (laughs) that's so wonderful it's so powerful so you have a a few freebies tell me about your freebies we want free stuff Okay. (laughs) I have two freebies
1: that are, oh, I love them both so much. Um, One of them is called The Feel Good in Your Body Book and that is oh my gosh i think it's a 17 page ebook that really introduces you to what i call the fab 5 you know the five pillars of health beauty and vitality and it's it is sort of getting back to basics but i think that's what people forget You know, when we start to feel out of sorts and not good in our body, not feeling good in our own skin, we forget that just going back to the basic habits, right? Like how you're, you know, are you hydrating yourself? How are you nourishing yourself? How are you moving your body? You know, and a lot of it is mindset, sleep, all of those things. So I cover all of Um, what I call the fab five in there. And it really takes you through a five day journey of getting back to, you know, finally feeling good in your own skin. Right. And then the second one is the magical morning guide. This I love because, you know, I really do think that how you start your day is a recipe for how you show up in the rest of your life, you know, in the rest of your day. And depending on what you have going on, if you're an actor, if you're running, if you're auditioning, doing self-tapes, and if you have another job and all these things, and things are so crazy right now in the world too, the energy is really, really heavy. So I just encourage people to start with morning rituals that really help keep you grounded and connected. And, you know, there's lots of different ways you can do this. I give you lots of different, um, you know, lots of different ideas on how to do this, how to set it up, um, different exercises you can do. And it's just really such a juicy, delicious, magical, dare I say, way to start your day.
0: (laughs) Wonderful. And what are the links for people to
1: go to for those? Oh, you can actually go to my website, which is www.monicaplantwellness.com. And my name is spelled a little funky. So it's M-O-N-I-Q-U-A-P-L-A-N-T-E wellness.com. And if you go to the start here tab, all of the freebies are listed there.
0: Oh, cool. And where are you on social media?
1: Everything is Monica Plant Wellness um, for my health coaching business. And then otherwise, it's just Monica Plant, which again is M-O-N-I-Q-U-A-P-L-A-N-T-E. So I have two accounts, you know, one for kind of my personal and my acting career, and then also Monica Plant Wellness. So I'm all over the place.
0: (laughs) Cool. And well, that's about it. Wow! What's what's next? Oh my gosh! Your future hopes, dreams, goals (laughs) for acting and for health coaching and all that good stuff. You know, I just, I still, I'm still wanting
1: to. I just want to get everything fully online. You know, I just one of my core values is freedom, and so I really want to be able to just go wherever I want to (laughs) go and you know um, so just exciting it's exciting that my business is growing um, and I'm really excited to just have a fully online online business and be able to finally you know travel a little bit after this craziness hopefully hopefully this year sometime but maybe not we'll see I have a feeling we're going to be dealing with this for a little while but um, yeah that's exciting and I'm up for a few parts right now so you know of course just living the dream, just keep working. And, you know, um, I'm writing a script too. So yeah, just have my hands in a lot of different pots at the moment and you, know, you just keep going, but really just living your life. My, my most important thing is just finding joy in the every day, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for thank sharing you. everything. Oh. Well, I hope this is helpful. I hope
1: people get a few nuggets of wisdom in this that will help them on wherever they are in
0: their health journey and their career, you know? Wonderful. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. What an inspiring conversation. Be sure to grab those freebies that we mentioned. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your musician and actor friends and review it on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Stitcher, or CastBox, as it really helps the show get discovered. For links and a transcript, visit singdanceactthrive.com slash 060. Thanks for listening to Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive. Be sure to join the mailing list at dianefoy.com to gain access to exclusive bonus content, a weekly newsletter, and an invitation to our private Facebook group of purpose-driven performing artists and industry influencers.